Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Second Take Podcast. You had a look in your eye. And I'm Alex. <laughs> Wait, I've seen this. I stand here, right here, and I'm supposed to say something. I say, I'm Zane C. Webber. I'm Sebastian, and one way or another, I'm getting on that train. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. One way or another, I'm getting on that train. Nailed it. And today, we're reviewing The Matrix Revolutions, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, what's her name? Carrie Ann Moss. Uh... Helmut Beckett uh, fucked this up last week as well <laughs> Ian Bliss, Colin Chow Mary Alice, Gay, Nathaniel Lees, Harry Lennox Harold Perrineau, Jada Pinkett Pinkett, Smith <laughs> Hugo Weaving, Lambert Wilson, Anthony Wong and was written and directed by the Wachowski siblings And welcome back from the music. Yeah. Did you like the silent was... cues of we're back? I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Zane yeah. pointing at you in your peripherals and me bopping my head forward like a pigeon. <laughs> that's great. Well, uh, that's a thing. Um, it sure was. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, so, uh, listeners, this is it's very late at night for us. We ran over schedule. So we're just going to we're gonna phone this one in. We're just going to smash it out as efficiently and high quality as possible. Yeah. But by the same also, time. Also, it's the exact same movie as what we did last week. Yeah. With so Mech Warriors. All of the fun facts that we got last week pretty much apply. Yeah, there's very it's, little original mm. uh, production notes. Because they filmed them this. T- like together. They were filmed together because they came out a year apart, I believe. Or like the, the, same, the same year? It's like, only nine months. Oh, yeah. that's disgusting. They were actually originally going to release them like weeks after each other. Um, but then they got pushed out to months to kind of... Maybe the studio was like, oh, people might not come out twice for you. Yeah. Probably. Um, also, like if we release the lukewarm reception, yeah. it was like... So Reloaded was the highest grossing of the three, mm. and then this one less. So, Which I'm going to argue is a tragedy. Um, all right, so we'll skip ahead to Babies. Babies, yeah. Okay, you guys know... The anime Gundam, like Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's think of that, and let's just think of any other anime where people get into robots and fight stuff. Like this, you can. I could name ten right now. I'm not going to because I can't name ten, but I can name. I can name a couple. So one of those, and um, ooh, let's throw in. Oh, what do you think? What's well, a, I'm, what's I'm, the thing? I'm saving my ideas for mine. No, no, no yeah. come on, come on, come um, on, <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's throw in some sort of... Let's go Kung Pao into the fist. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. 
Um, I I gave a note at the top of this episode that my heart was not going to be fully invested in this. So yeah, I don't feel true. guilty. Pacific Rim yep. crossed with Braveheart. Mm. Mm. I do like Braveheart, I think. Um, the Passion of Christ. <laughs> Why mm. the Passion of the Christ? Oh, because of Neo-Jesus. Sacrificing himself for yeah, okay. everyone. Yep. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that whole yeah thing. Was he Jesus? I thought this was a Buddha metaphor. This is a joke. Continue. <laughs> um, uh, so a lot was, of different metaphors in these. It, it was like that, and like watching the same thing for the third time with no magical, great, major <laughs> graphical advances and other general. Content. I'm going to throw a sham wow into yours to soak up all the blood from the Passion of the Christ because there was not that much blood in this movie. No, there wasn't, but there was a lot of like blind Messiah. There to, was to quote uh, to um, quote a wiser Bane. man than Neo. Bane. <laughs> Can I tell um, you that one of the mechs was actually built? This is a beautiful oh. world that we live in. Mm. Only yeah. one. So it was all copy and paste. <laughs> it was all by built. It was all isn't functional. Not in the sense that uh, you can load mini guns onto the but arms, like, but you can stand up and move around and it, like walk around and stuff slowly. Yeah, that is. Did you have to lean awesome. forward and do you have to move it's your made arms to weirdly be to... <laughs> so that like when they were damaged, they could like take parts off and add damage effects in and yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, a few partial ones built, but there was one whole one. That fact may come back to haunt you during my recommendations. Uh, um, <laughs> Anything else, guys? Um, this we now go on to the tweet. Oops, this, uh, I did not know how much I love individual person battle mechs until I saw this movie. Hashtag, I think about the characters. I just end with the hashtag or the the classical Trump dot dot dot, and I'll post the next tweet in like three days. Who knew that Reloaded wasn't the end of the series? Hashtag disappointed. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Neo fights Smiths. No, not the chips. <laughs> oh, I saw that coming. It was still funny. Oh, I hate hashtag you. which one is the one? <laughs> hashtag Pringles for life, bitch. <laughs> I hate you all. Thins, motherfucker. <laughs> Get your hands off my lets, boy. <laughs> all right, great. This movie, so the bad, CCs in the oh, final fight. Email. Um, it was the same problem with the brawly, the brawly, uh, brawly. Man. I'm gonna be completely honest with everyone. It literally, like, I watched the entire thing. It got to the end fight scene with Neo and Smith, and I clicked until uh, it was. <laughs> It, it was Neo being assimilated because I, I've seen it that many times and I just did, I just didn't want to watch it Alex again. Calligan, movie, movie reviewer. <laughs> no, it's fine. I have seen it before and yes, it is long. Yep. And but this is, a, this is one of four fight scenes now that we said just too long. Exactly. There was some cool imagery in this one. I would want to say like I... I mean, some ham-fisted in imagery, like 
Agent Smith getting the angel wings with the lightning. But there was this really nice one that I liked where he had his fist up in the air about to do like a haymaker and lightning struck and it looked like Zeus for a second, like he was holding a bolt of lightning. I thought that was kind of cool, just like the wrathful god sort of thing. But yeah, very long yeah. scene. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta jam in that I guess religious mytho- mythology sort of nonsense. He's an angel, he's a god, I guess. Well he's a god. He controls the Matrix now. He's literally a god of the Matrix. So did he start flying the second he got the very last person in the world? Or yeah, as soon as he got someone who could fly. Who who would that? Maybe one of the flame guys that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, one of your he, flame well, guys. He, <laughs> he's obviously absorbed the program that takes control of the lightning and storms, and that's why he does the whole lightning. You don't think that was a coincidence storm? Yeah, it's like, probably a coincidence storm that he got lightning wings. Um, <laughs> he, he also would have assimilated all the animals and birds fly. So. Oh, no, leave my doggy alone. <laughs> get, your, get your goo hound out of my doggy. He was a. I don't know why he didn't assimilate the building. Uh, yeah, like, just a program too. Yeah. What a jerk! What a Some backwards thinking jerk. Some of it makes sense. Some of it he would have absorbed the program that controls the buildings. So he's still in charge of the buildings, and they're only there because he wants them to be there. Because right. like, they have that fight, like, like the ground on, and... in the intersection where Neo makes that call at the end of the first movie. Yep. Oh. He says, oh. we're coming for you, and then Superman's off. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it that intersection? Yeah, in Sydney. Huh. Well, there you go. I, I, I did not I hear think about... it was generated. I don't think they filmed it in Sydney. Oh, no. I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't think there was like this world-ending storm and like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember there being nearly as many angel wings or lightning right. hand bolts in the sky. I mean, I was only in high school or primary school. I, while the fight scene was long... Kind of what I really wanted, like Dragon Ball Evolution, to be like those kind of fights. Like it was filmed like a Dragon Ball Z fight, and like I like it yeah. in that sense that this is kind of the closest thing I'm ever going to have to seeing Goku fly in the air and kick someone's ass. Like the punch that sends a shockwave so large it blasts all the rain away from them in a big sphere. Like there are cool yeah, ideas there are, here. There are, yeah, not gonna lie. But there's, a, there's just a lot of cool ideas at once. Like. Just but like, in the same sense, there's a lot of... I'm going to make a club sandwich, but I'm going to put all the turkey, all the ham, all the cheese... All, in the world. All the roast <laughs> beef. Honestly, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it that way. It's like, I'm going to make a club sandwich, I'm going to put all the ham and all the ham and all the ham and all the ham and all the ham in it. Because it was just, again, the same, the same, same, yeah, same, okay, same. Religious iconography, punching really hard. Religious iconography, punching even harder. I'm saying there's too much ham on that sandwich. That's is, exactly what I'm saying. That's the metaphor that I'm making. But like, <laughs> thanks. Is Seb. it a ham sandwich or is it like a, it's a ham club sandwich. sandwich? It's a club ham sandwich. It's the hammy club sandwich. The oh. ham special. Okay. So what, the, what about a clam sandwich? I hate you. Okay, so this ham club, how often do they meet? Is there a registration fee? I just don't know how far into yeah, this ham the, club it's, you saw. It's a couple hundred dollars. If you pay me now, I'll, How often I'll, though? Oh, every week. A couple hundred dollars a week. Sure. There's a lot of ham, Seb. <laughs> what kind of club is this? Do we, is, I it mean, like, is it like a social eating of the ham sandwich? If, if one kilo of ham costs $17... You're gonna need a lot of seventeen dollars worth of ham to make it. At some point, what we it do, doesn't be a sandwich anymore. We just anymore. get one of those big inflatable <laughs> pools. We fill it with ham. First person to the bottom wins. 
My dogs would love that game. <laughs> Until they die. But no, they would stop eating eventually. <laughs> Not because they're die. dead. <laughs> would they? <laughs> Sebastian, my, my old family would Chihuahua would not like he did not have an off button with his stomach. But Bonnie and Adelaide, precious girls they are, like they'll leave their food there for hours. Like I'll feed them in the morning, come back in the afternoon, and there might be half a bowl of food that they haven't touched because they just went hungry, or they just really don't like that food. No, they, they no, eat no. it to get by because <laughs> my cat also does that. Can He's I a cat also say he hates everything? <laughs> getting back to the movie, yeah. what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, movie. So, yeah. I also got bored of the Sentinel fighting. Like, oh yeah, that was which good. set again? Really, <laughs> really boring. Which set? Sorry, I, I mean that legitimately. Like the actual in Zion. Oh, because I I, I enjoyed the <laughs> Wait, mech fighting. Which but I'm time? Like, why are the Sentinels moving like water? They are horrendously horrifying creatures individually and if they just split up super super hard to hit just like spread out spread your tendrils of death shoot your lasers about dead just no let's just swoop about in a circle so that they can just aim a, a stream of bullets into us that that'll work over and over this is again. a weird case i 100 percent agree with you tactically very inefficient but I do think them swarming together looks scarier. Like, I think and, if, you're, if you're going to make them look more imposing, I think the swarm is a good idea. They're not like, there to look like scary, a No, no, but they for the sake of... They swarm, though. Like, they swarm. They swarm? Like yeah, a swarm but, they're, of bees? but they're meant to be, like, super efficient and logical robots. Like, that's the difference between the humans and the machines. The machines are meant to do everything by the book, super logical, go in there, kill everything as quickly as possible. I like that their drill is angry. I know we're not doing liking things yet, but like their drill was pretty good, right? Yeah. I like that it gets back up and the people are like, oh you know no. I didn't like, what was her name? Chara? 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 The, the short head rocket launcher chick. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Honest to God, uh, woman John Cena. She looked just like him. Like I was watching the movie, I, was I turned to Jess. Ruby Rose with like short, like bald, like shaved head. Ruby Rose. I should know who that is, but I have no idea who that is. She's an Australian mm. actress. She's very pretty. I'm out. I very don't know. Very pretty lesbian. She's in Orange yeah. Is the New Black. Yeah. Yes. I have not seen that show. A show that Sebastian has not seen. <clears throat> I um, spent yes. so much time on BoJack Horseman. I have no time for prison. Women. Let's get back to the Matrix, though. <laughs> um, yeah, this is meant to be a super efficient one. That, those this is efficient. Things, those are the only things I didn't like. I, I'm also not a fan of Morpheus. He's better movie. in this movie, isn't he? Is he? Is he? Yeah. Just because he has, has some actual motivation now, because he's like, oh, no, everything I believed in is wrong. I think you're mistaking bad writing for a good performance. Good writing for a good performance. Good writing, making up for a bad performance. Morpheus was boring. I was bored uh, by this movie. Really? Yeah. See, the the second movie bored me a lot, but this one, I mean, the beginning I will say was slow, but honestly, the second the Zion attack happens, which is halfway through this movie, mind you, and that happens. Yeah. I wake up and I'm there for the rest of the movie. Well, sort of. 
my big complaint is I got so invested in the Zion being attacked plot that literally when it jumped back to Trinity and Neo, I turned to Jess and said, why is this the B story? Like why I felt like Neo and Trinity became the side story to the movie because I felt like the movie was so much about Zion. Yeah. That I was like, oh no, our main character is now secondary to that army general who I really like that's you know, piloting yeah. the first mech. Yeah. But oh God, Neo and Trinity in this movie. I would have been so happy when they crashed the pylons went through both of them. <laughs> but then Zion would not have been saved. My favorite character was already dead. They killed the army dude that I liked. They killed Seraph. Mafuni or whatever his name was. Yeah, like I was done. Oh no, I like I do like the operator from the Nebuchadnezzar. I forget his name. Link. But Link. I like him. I'm happy he lived. Yeah. But what's what are, what what are the good parts? Link, Seraph. Um actually, yeah, didn't didn't hate Link. I, I liked the infantry, um, Z and the shaved head chick. That were going around. Like I, I like the the tactical. Like if we, if you drop me over like this, then I can, you know, like that sort of thing. Like, but it, of, yeah, yeah. Those, those things are something we haven't had so far in this film. Characters actually fighting for their lives. Yeah, we didn't. Like, we haven't had that in these films since the original when they were trying to outrun the agents. Yeah. And I think that's what made yeah. this film, gave it a little bit more credence is that there were real stakes. Like characters yeah. that we cared about were dying yeah. and there was no way to get them back. And I also really enjoyed um, the seeing the machines and the machine city. I I wanted a little bit more of that. I would like to see more rather as well. than just kind yeah. of like racing through it against this wave of enemies. I would have liked to see a little bit more of that yeah. sort of architecture and like robot and like, society. Like we've seen so much yeah. of Zion and the Matrix. The one part of the world that we haven't seen is the actual machine part. Probably so, the most in- interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a strange choice because obviously they were trying to really humanize the machines in this film. And they never gave us like remember when we saw the Animatrix, there were like the you know, the human like machines that were like Donovan's assistants. Yeah. We never saw any of those in this entire proper film franchise. Yeah. And it's so strange they wouldn't show us, yeah, the civilization to have that moment when we're like, oh God, these aren't just because we see that we see the sentinels, we see these giant beetle things that try and shoot them out of the sky. Yeah. And then the, the bomb things. Yeah. And then the weird sentinel face thing that speaks to them. That is it. Like, it, I mean, they literally give it a face, but it's still effectively a faceless villain. Like, we're, we're, we're really showing the machines yeah. through the programs in the Matrix as opposed to showing, like, this is what's powering them all. Yeah. What are we powering? Like, oh, cool, we're yeah. powering giant beetle tanks. That's like, nice. Like, <laughs> they happen to crash land exactly where Neo needed to be. Oh, he's the one man. Well, like, he kind of navigated them to that. I, I, I mean know, that that's that's like, he's using his machine powers to get through the defenses to that point. I mean that's that's just the I mean, the premise of that scene that you have to buy into, or it, the whole movie is useless. And we'll come to that later, maybe. Yeah, Bane well, was pretty good. I enjoy I that just, guy's performance. I reckon if they didn't kill Bane off there, but he. 
um, like they locked him or like tied him up in the hold where he had Trinity and at the, at, at the machine city, like he, he came back out and then um, they plugged him in as well. And he was the, the Smith that um, assimilated or whatever took over Neo at the end and then everything fucked up. Like something like that would have been cool because the machines got him out because they were like, "This is this is how it's meant to be." I had a or similar a similar thought. I didn't want him to die. I wanted him to be the last Smith left, and he has to now live with the people. Like through this peace brokering that Neo does, like Smith's now there, and he's separated from the society that he came from that he wanted to rule. And he's put into a place where he's now the thing that he hated the most. And I would have loved to see uh, that character you know, go on and suffer. He wouldn't. He would just commit suicide. And yeah. then like, I'd like to see yeah. that rather than have him just get wrenched to the head. Because I want to see him go on that extra step of the journey. Like, because he's, he's he thought he was being clever getting into the human world. But now that he's the only one left, he has abandoned himself in the world that he hates the most. Do you think, do you think it was a plan to get into the human world? I didn't read it like that. He took over someone that was yeah. trying to escape, I, and then picked I, up the phone. I, under, like, I understand that, but like that's what he was trying to do with Neo as well. But like, I think it was just a weird impulse that he had. Is like, hmm, I am a human now. I'm gonna dial out. Yeah, I, I thought it was planned. I, I think it was an impulse, and then he was just playing it by ear. I don't think that was part of his whole grand scheme. I don't think he knew exactly what he was going to do once yeah. he got out, like blowing up the ship and killing all those people. I think that was. Like he worked it out when he got out there. Yeah. But I think he was like, literally, I'm going to see if I can get out. I thought it was yeah. a plan to. I also did enjoy Bane. No, I think that was a really interesting part of the story. I, Again, adding a new depth to the Smith character, mm-hmm. which we really could have used last film. I did feel really bad for the original Bane. Though. That's a horrible death. Having your mind just taken over. That's, that's, I don't like that. That's bad. <laughs> I did know it's one of the worst deaths in the series. I, I honestly, that's what I think. Like, it's, I mean, why, why just for Bane? Because Smith's doing that to literally everyone. So yeah, but they all get undone because they're still plugged in. Like when the Matrix is fixed, I. But assume, what about all the programs? They're also brought back and fixed. No, Bane, not necessarily. Was, I think so. I mean, he the did Oracle it to was. Seraph and Sati and the Oracle. So why not all the others? Why not all the others? And well, like the Sati, the yeah. one that has no purpose gets brought back. I'm sure Sunrise. all the important programs came back though. But like the whole point of her being moved was because she hadn't had a programmed reason to exist. But even she was brought back. Pretty sunrises. Actually, exactly. I, th- I actually think that's a bit of a, uh, a plot hole because Sati was never, never linked to the source. So the source didn't have her code, and that's why they were trying to get her out of the matrix. So when everyone died, technically the source wouldn't have been able to bring her back because they didn't have a code. Well, I guess the Oracle may have. Maybe. Because the Oracle and the architect yeah. built. I, I, I guess that's just wankery that we can just overlook. Yeah. Like it's not True. necessarily important. Um, the The final ending is something I didn't like in this film. It was, yeah. it was really just kind of like, oh, everything's good again. Maybe he'll come back. It was just, it didn't, it wasn't tied up in any way, shape, or form satisfactorily. So, would you have liked to seen the human plants closing or something? I would have liked to have seen a 
almost like a, a transplant from the Animatrix into this one with ambassadors coming from the robot city into Zion and and have that sort of in, that interaction yeah. like with the council. I think that would have that would have been really nice closure in the real world in inverted commas. Yeah. Uh, to go with what we got in the Matrix. That would have been cool. One thought I had is when they were they blasted up through the clouds to get away from the the attack and it was sunrise and I was like, oh this would have been such a sad movie if it was nighttime. And <laughs> or like God forbid raining. Like they get up there it's just overcast and shit. <laughs> oh here's Oh, okay. This is this is what it looks like. Okay, good. Even, even nighttime can be pretty. I guess, I know, but like, <laughs> as opposed to that lovely mid afternoon yeah. sunset, almost going down. Like, is it that nice? Yeah, orange color to it. All right, well, let's push on because we're all tired. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wait, have we done good and bad, or did we just do? We we've done bad and good, and then flip back to bad, and then went back to good. Well, we've good. just been in conversations. Let's uh, well, recommendations then, guys. Oh, is there anything else I want to talk about in this film? Sarah's really pretty liked good. Bane. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Of, like he used guns this time. You should be happier. Merovingian was a bit boring in this film, but he we got enough of him in the last film. Ah, uh, the train maker was pretty shit, or the train man or whatever. Yeah, again, that's another kind of loophole that's never really explained satisfactorily, and I think mm-hmm. that. That could have done a little bit more for the actual lore and mechanics of the universe. Yeah, I don't want to harp yeah. on this because I really want to move on, but how did Nero get back into the Matrix? That part always confused me because the Merovingian takes credit for it, but he so, was literally out. Neo was born into the Matrix, has his own code and his mechanic that lets him check in. Law-wise, as soon as he made contact with the architect he was connected to the source. That's why he could see after he was blinded because he could see all the code emanating from the source and that's how he could get back there. So because he was connected to that, that implies some sort of wireless connection or to the machines and that's why he could control them out of the matrix yep. now because now he's connected to this network. So as soon as he was going to, as soon as he went unconscious, he threw himself back into the Matrix. But because he couldn't get into the actual Matrix, he went to Limbo. Okay. Mm. So the answer is Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. So because as soon as he met with the architect, he was connected to the overall machine network. Okay. And so he got expanded power. But like, it wasn't like... He dialed in and he got full internet. He got he dialed in and got like preloaded page or two yeah. that you know your computer you has already to, like, downloaded to a hotel Wi-Fi and you go to the internet and then it's like, oh, you want to use the internet? Put yeah. in your room number and name. Yep. And except that site didn't want to let him into the actual internet. They just wanted to keep him there forever. Oh, I've had that happen. Not in a train though. All right, yeah. recommendations. Um. We do need to talk about what we argued about on the first one. What's that? Is Neo the one or is Agent Smith the one? Agent Smith's the one. To me, Agent Smith. Why? Then who who wrote the prophecy? The Oracle. But she made it up. We discussed that in in our second episode. Yeah, so why why is Agent Smith the one? (laughs) If there's a one, the one that triggers the event... As in, okay, so if the, running on the assumption the prophecy is real, which I don't think it is, but let's say it is real. 
the one that triggered the event that actually fixed everything was Smith. If it's fake, that everything that would happen and the Oracle was pushing people along would require the Smith situation to occur for the reset to happen anyway. So if we take that back one step and forward one step, we have Neo responsible for creating Smith. Yep. And we have Neo responsible for negotiating peace with the machines. Yep. So Neo is responsible with Smith as a function of his path. Or he both created Smith and took advantage of what Smith was doing to the machines. Or did Smith killing Neo to begin with, did that create the thing that would create Smith? Well, that's true. Smith did kill Neo. Was orchestrated by the Oracle because of that. that. That's what started the whole profession of love, and that started this whole process along. Because it's when he dies but that Trinity says, "I love you," which brings him back. Which um, brings us back to the Oracle and the Architect created the agents to begin with as well. So the a- the Architect created the agents, not the, the agents. Oracle. But, but the no, a- Smith refers to the Oracle as mother. Yeah, well, they call themselves the father and the mother. Yep. But they're there to maintain order under the uh, architect. The oracle is there for the humans, mm. not for the machines. But she still knows what's going on. And yeah. So, and to be fair, so Neo is meant to fix it all by connecting with the source, correct? Mm. Neo is connected to the source. Agent Smith takes over Neo. Finally, connecting Smith with the source as the one reboots it all. Neo being connected to the source didn't do it. It was Smith coming into contact with the source through Neo. Well, so that that's like saying the person who fires the gun has nothing to do with the person who dies at the other end of the bullet. If if Neo was the one and he's connected to the source, that's the game won right there. But it was only through Smith becoming connected to the source that it did it reset, which is what the prophecy said to do. Well, uh, uh, even, okay, I'm not arguing either yeah, way. Yeah, I don't I'm, care. I'm just saying <laughs> if you take your argument as it is, it's literally 50 50. If there is no Neo, there is no. There's no Smith. Yeah. Yeah. But no, if there is no Smith, the Neo story can still work out. We don't know that for sure, though. We don't know if. <laughs> well, we because, don't. That's because we've got the movies we've got. Exactly. Yeah. And with the I can only argue with what <laughs> movies we have. <laughs> Oh, that, and that's what I'm saying. In the movies, Neo creates Smith. He creates the problem and solves the problem. But yeah. it's the problem that Smith in, also creates Neo. Creates Neo. How does he create Neo? He kills him, and then Neo comes back. Trinity creates Neo by saying she loves him, bringing him back. Saying I Which love you to a wouldn't course. have happened if and Smith didn't kill him. He, I love you, and he brings her back. It's all about love. Uh, it shouldn't love. be though. That's what. That's what but, this movie's about. Okay, okay, stupidity okay. of humans. If if Smith didn't kill him, Trinity couldn't have said, I love you and bring him back. Trinity would have eventually said. It's just because she didn't have a chance before he died. Like that's kind of the conceit of that mm, film. That didn't that happen moment. that way. I, honestly, so. I do think both <laughs> sides are good. Like that's the yeah. I mean, thing. either way is is fine. I just happen to think that Smith being the one makes more sense to me. And also, and, the idea and of me the arguing this the now one? is yeah. trying to get the point across that it's pointless because without both characters, the movie doesn't carry out, and the movie is what we've it, got. It's exactly what the Oracle says. Smith is Neo, just the exact opposite. And to be fair, so, she also did say Neo's not the one, and then said Smith's his opposite. Yeah. 
So you're not the one, but he's your opposite. Yeah. Just yeah. using her own words. So he's not not the one. Well, if you're not the one and Smith's your opposite, that would mean he's the one, right? I don't. I there don't is really no one. Either. If there's no prophecy, there is no one. Well, we're arguing what two different at, situations. What happens in the movie happens outside the prophecy. The prophecy is false. Yeah, prophecy is. is there to control humans. What happens in the movie is outside the prophecy, using the prophecy as a tool yep. against the machines. Why do they have prophecies to begin with? I don't recommend this film. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Alex? Um, it's pretty much on par with last time. Like, I'm going to put it on. If you want to come around and watch it with me, <laughs> Why you are you can. inviting people to suffer with you? Well, for some, it's not suffering, Zane. That's <laughs> that's the that's the whole point of having an opinion and but, uh, liking different oh, no, things no, no. to oh, other sorry, people. Sorry, you are yeah. you are recommending it. Sorry, I I, I remember. He thought you were saying you're not oh, recommending yeah. it. Come watch it with <laughs> like I'm not recommending no. it, but I'm putting it on and getting my friends around. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it's a it's a very soft recommend again, but yeah, I think this is better than last week. Like I know Marginally. it's not. Like, I know it's not rated. The thing is, it's not rated better on IMDb. Like, the public opinion on this film is it is the worst of the trilogy. I think this is my favorite. I legitimately think I enjoy this more than number one because I really wasn't that hot on number one. I like the human element. I love the Zion battle. Like, I'm not normally ones behind the huge explosion fest, but this is a pretty decent one. And I liked the bit of philosophy that we got. It was good. It was fine. It, took, it had all the good elements for me and... Less of the everyone feeling like they're Superman at once part, which was also lovely. Mm. So I'm going to give this, it's, it's still like, it's a flat yes, but it's the strongest yes this franchise has got from me, which I guess speaks volumes about how I feel about this entire series. But, you know, it's still mm. a good film. It's good enough. Good enough. That's a perfect way of putting it. It's good enough. There you go. All right. What are you going to make, Al? Um, sequel. Sequel? All right. Can I just ask before you start, is peace still a thing or is it Oh, not? yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Mostly. Yep. What, what are you adding, Zane? What are you going to add? The Matrix Revolutions done by Disney Pixar. It's, it's, it's a, sequel. a sequel. The sequel done by Disney Pixar. Sure, I can do that. Okay. All right, I got this. This is very easy. This is very, very, very easy. It's not easy. It's not. I got nothing, Alex. You keep you talk, and I'll throw something at you. Sure. Okay. So basically, what I want to happen is what we talked about. I want ambassadors to come and talk to the council, um, but they're also um, they because there was the agreement between the oracle and the architect to let the people who wanted to be free be free but how do they know that they want to be free unless they're told about being free so the machines allow the pirates so like the the captains who would hack in they allow them the level to um gain access into the matrix to uh get people out but the the threat in this is not the programs or the agents or anything it's the people themselves, um, that whole, like, is the grass greener on the other side? So, yeah, they could be free, but they won't be in this world where everything's, you know, everything's fine. And, yeah. yeah, and 
So like it's a whole like everyone's making has to make the cipher choice now of I know <laughs> this is real, but this is better being fake. Yeah. So like it's a and there are a couple of um let's say gangs or cults or something that are turning people against the the being free. And that's the new um sort of agents that they're up against. We never raised this, but I have a question. Mm. You know it's like if you die in the matrix you die for realsies? Yeah. If that's a concept, I feel like that sh- okay, it shouldn't be like if you have a little kid who's just growing up as in plugged into the proper matrix, like he's a battery, and he has a car accident, you're now just flushing a battery that had 80 years to go, right? Like that's, that's a flaw in the system for them, right? Like, Maybe it was a faulty battery. Well, there is also the argument that anything that happens was meant to happen. If he dies in the matrix, perhaps he had some sort of disease or something and he was going to die anyway so they're just getting rid of him so they could feed someone else yeah terrible i mean uh because that's how they were feeding it's like them like god was... works in mysterious ways are they all being fed dead people by the way yeah yeah gross and efficient i admire it yet i'm disgusted yeah but it, it's the whole like not every battery is perfect so it'd be like that sort of well it is if you like buy duracell Please yeah. pay us. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so like that whole um, the cipher choice. Uh, my my ad is the near does return, but he's played by Donald Glover. Okay, <laughs> that's um, his new re- new, so new incarnation. A, a tag on to the end after the credits is uh, Donald Glover still jacked in to the Matrix. Um, no, and hasn't come across uh, anyone trying to free him or anything. Um, but he starts doing things that he knows he he can't. Sort of like the 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 sport yeah. sort of ones, but like extreme. Like he kind of like he stumbles upon it, but like goes with it. Sort of like. Mm. Spider-Man-ish. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Good choice, good yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm going to give it with that. And that's how you review a movie in, what was that half an hour, Zane? 40? Nope. No. Less or more? More. An hour? No. 43 40 minutes. minutes. There you go. I'm just guessing times. Well, You're welcome, internet. Yeah, sorry for being short, guys, but we all have work to get to tomorrow morning and we're terrible with time management. Seb, I wouldn't call you short. No. Um, good news, though, guys. So next week we're starting our brief little dip into the Disney pool, I believe. By pool, I mean ocean. And by ocean, I mean I think we're doing Little Mermaid next week. Seb picked Little Mermaid. No, I picked Mulan. Did you pick Little Mermaid? I've never seen it. No, Alex picked Bamper's New Groove. No, I picked Emperor's New Groove because it's my favorite. I thought it was Alex's favorite. I've never seen Little Mermaid, so I picked Little Mermaid. Oh, gross. I've never seen it either. <laughs> well, there you go. You're welcome. I picked Mulan because I've seen it and it's the better one. Sure. Probably. I've I seen Mulan and I... No comment. Hmm. Well, goodbye, guys. <laughs> goodbye forever. You. We love you. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. 
Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are second take podcast at gmail.com. And always I've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though, that are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any movies unless we're reviewing them. (laughs) And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to thatsnotkindofproductions.com, which is the mothership for all of of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. (sighs) And maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works." <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.